Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. The last few months in San Francisco have been, honestly, better than you expected. Still hot and dry, but now that you're in fall, the heat has become manageable. In the Bay Area, at least. Staying with your brother has been actually really nice. The first few showers felt like luxury. Recently, he's had less of a good time. He found out he was getting laid off right before the school year started. He told me over 15,000 other teachers have been fired as a part of the governor's new Reform Schools program. The teachers' union is fighting it, but your brother isn't too optimistic regarding the outcome. He's been looking for new work, and meanwhile, you've gotten a shitty retail job to help with bills while you decide on what hospitals you want to apply to. You don't really miss your old EMS job in Redwood Valley. When you finally do get back into medical care, you really prefer something in a hospital or clinic setting, as opposed to the extra stress inherent in emergency services. The one chance you have had to use your medical skills since moving was during the fires last September and October. Back up north, they got really bad, and hundreds of thousands of people evacuated down south. Some old activist friends of yours from college made their own fire relief slash mutual aid setup to give out clothes and food and to help people displaced by the fires. You haven't talked much with your old college buddies in the past few years, but upon hearing of the relief effort, you happily offered up your skills to help with minor medical issues in a small medic tent they set up. 
It was the first time you've helped with anything related to protests or organizing since you moved up to Redwood Valley ten years ago. It was oddly refreshing. Politics hasn't been a major part of your life since college. But speaking of politics, midterms are finally this month. The past year has felt like it stretched on forever. Your brother and his union buddies have been doing canvassing for a few progressive city council candidates that might actually get a shot at getting in. You haven't had time to adjust to San Francisco's local political scene, and honestly, you're not sure if you really care to. You have been keeping half an eye on the big state electoral races, though, which feels kind of weird. You know there's no way the Republican governor will get reelected, not here in California. One thing that has gotten you worried is the weekly anti-election fraud rallies that have been happening in L.A. ever since October. The governor, surrounded by state troopers, has made it down himself a few times to drum up support from his fan base. And after the rallies, roving gangs of far-right extremists have gone around randomly attacking homeless encampments. You heard that just last week, after a Sunday rally, three people had to be rushed to the emergency room. It's now just a week before Election Day. You're on the bus home from your job at the vintage clothing store when you receive a message on Signal from one of your old college mutual aid buddies you met up with again during the fire relief effort. The message reads, Hey, are you free on election day? You hadn't really thought about the day itself. You respond, Maybe. Nothing really planned yet. Your friend replies with a fat wall of text. My affinity group and I are heading down to L.A. on Tuesday. There's a big Stop the Steal type rally happening, and word is lots of Proud Boys are going to show up. Comrades in L.A. have put out some calls for support, so my crew is going to go down and probably bring some medical stuff. If you want to come, we got an extra seat in the van. The thought of driving down to Los Angeles to deal with Proud Boys doesn't excite you, especially on an already stressful day. You think about it for a few minutes. Images of the people maimed during and after the recent rallies floods your mind. Your buddies know more about organizing and protests than you do, but you have more medical training. You decide you'll do it. You reply, I'll come with, and pack some extra IFAX and tourniquets. Among the issues Republican recall challengers have raised to attack Newsom, Forest mismanagement has loomed large among the recent complaints. This type of thing harkens back to Trump's old habit of blaming the governor and not raking enough leaves for California's fiery plight. On a larger scale, this can be seen as part of an effort to push all the blame of wildfires off of oil, gas, and our transformation of the climate, and onto a simple lack of fire prevention measures. This narrative, of course, makes the fossil fuel industry more happy. The thing is, all of these things are contributing factors for California's wildfire problem. Climate change caused hotter temperatures and droughts makes fires easier to catch and spread, and inadequate forest management plus above-ground power lines do the same. Just because there are bad faith attacks on Newsom doesn't mean there aren't actual failures he's made as governor, especially in relation to the forests. An investigation from CAP Radio and California NPR, published last June, found out Newsom had grossly misrepresented and flat-out lied about his promises of new wildfire prevention efforts. Elements of the piece were of course used by Larry Elder and the right to push for support of the recall, but the article itself is a very fine piece of journalism. Back when Newsom first took office in January of 2019, 
one of the first things he did was sign an executive order overhauling how California handles wildfire prevention and forest management. The measures included removal of hazardous dead trees, vegetation clearing, creation of fuel breaks in community defensible spaces, and creation of ingress and egress corridors. In January 2020, a year after Newsom's initial announcement, the governor's office claimed in a press release that under the executive order's priority projects, 90,000 acres got treated with these fire prevention measures. But according to data obtained by Cap Radio and NPR, the actual number of acres treated by these priority projects was only 11,399, just 13% of the number Newsom boasted about. Quoting the piece by Cap Radio, quote, Data shows Cal Fire's fuel reduction output dropped by half in 2020 to levels below Governor Jerry Brown's final year in office. At the same time, Newsom slashed roughly $150 million from Cal Fire's wildfire prevention budget. In 2020, 4.3 million acres burned, the most in California's recorded history. That was more than double the previous record set in 2018 when the campfire destroyed the town of Paradise, ultimately killing 85 people. A decade ago, Cal Fire was trading a paltry 17,000 acres annually. That number has steadily climbed. Though Newsom misrepresented the number of acres treated in his priority projects, the overall amount of wildfire mitigation work carried out by Cal Fire spiked in his first year of office to 64,000 acres. But in 2020, fuel reduction totals plummeted to less than 32,000 acres, a roughly 50% drop, unquote. Multiple factors contributed to 2020's subpar fire prevention and reduction efforts. In 2019, the year with the largest number of acres treated in recent history, the state budget allotted for $355 million for wildfire prevention and resource management. But after the COVID-19 pandemic hit California in early 2020, Newsom cut the budget by 40%, down to $203 million. On top of the budget cuts, the fires themselves made prevention work more challenging. 2020's wildfire season started out early, which resulted in less time to do prescribed burns and thinnings because the same teams that are tasked with prevention and fuel reduction often also serve as firefighters once the fires break out. As of May 2021, Cal Fire has treated over 23,000 acres throughout the year. This puts California on a trajectory better than last year's total, but not as high as the 60,000-plus acres treated in 2019. Newsom has been trying to make up for his missteps and gross exaggerations. Quoting the Cap Radio report again, quote, Newsom is trying to play catch-up, with the state enjoying an unexpected surplus, Newsom proposed $2 billion in spending on wildfires and emergency preparedness, with $1.2 billion going towards wildfire resiliency in the upcoming budget. Experts say the increase in prevention spending could help the state get closer to a less dangerous wildfire season over time. But they also expressed concern over whether the state will sustain that commitment for years to come. Unquote. Revelations about Newsom's and Cal Fire's lies and lackluster forest management were quickly jumped on by Larry Elder and other Republican challengers as an easy way to attack Newsom and to move the conversation about wildfires away from climate change. Elder has said he has quote-unquote no idea why more prevention and reduction measures aren't being done, and when he becomes governor, he'll be quote, implementing these commonsensical kinds of plans so that we can reduce the severity of these fires, unquote. 
Elder has given no concrete plans on what measures he'll be shooting to implement or any indication on how much money will be directed to prevent or fight fires. On the note of budgets, Elder has said that the more recent spending on wind and solar power has left, quote, less money for removing trees and putting power lines underground, the kind of things that would make these fires less intense, unquote. And he promises to drastically cut spending on renewables, while also investing more in oil and gas. To be clear, Newsom's upcoming budget contains billions for both fire prevention slash fuel reduction and renewable energy such as wind and solar. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Whoever ends up governing California is not only in charge of local politics, like governors in other states. What happens in California affects people across the country and even globally. Whether that's wildfire smoke traveling across continents, or changes to supply chains and industry rippling across the world. California is, after all, the world's fifth-largest economy. There are also political ramifications that could affect the state as a whole if Elder gets in office. 
The Senate is currently a 50-50 split between Republicans and Democrats, with Vice President Kamala Harris getting the tie-breaking vote. One of California's senators is 88-year-old Dianne Feinstein, the oldest active senator. If she dies in office or has to step down due to medical reasons before her term is over, the governor of California gets to appoint her replacement. If Elder appoints a Republican, then the Senate will be back under GOP control. And given his connections to the far-right media sphere, the list of potentials that Elder could appoint is frightening. This is by no means inevitable, even if Elder gets into office. If he does, Feinstein does have the brief opportunity to step down and put a replacement in before the new governor is sworn into office. However, Feinstein has said she has no plans of doing so. Reports of her declining health have become only more common in recent years, but like many politicians and judges, she's not keen on stepping aside even to possibly help prevent a disastrous outcome. Changes in the Senate are not required for horrible outcomes in the wake of an even brief elder governorship. His anti-vax sentiments and plan to open up the state and remove basically all COVID restrictions will result in hospitals being pushed to max capacity. Elder has said he has plans to appoint education officials similar to former Secretary Betsy DeVos and judicial appointees like conservative Supreme Court Justice Clarice Thomas. Elder has stated his intention of declaring states of emergency and using executive orders to push through otherwise unpopular legislation. He has discussed plans to declare an education emergency in order to fire upwards of 21,000 quote-unquote bad teachers. Elder blames teacher unions for, quote, protecting bad teachers, and in a recent interview stated, quote, Someone told me that between 5% and 7% of public school teachers need to be fired. An emergency declaration would give the power to get rid of bad teachers faster than the system allows. Once you did that, automatically education would improve overnight, unquote. Now, Elder has not specified who had advised him on teacher terminations or how he plans to weed out the so-called bad teachers out of the 300,000 in the school system. He's also touted plans to declare a homeless emergency, but his solutions have nothing to do with actually helping homeless people. His homeless emergency declaration would allow him to suspend the California Environmental Quality Act, the law requiring environmental review of building projects. Elder's stated goal is to unleash developers and contractors without environmental regulation, which he claims, quote, treats developers and contractors like criminals, unquote, and allows building projects to get suspended indefinitely, ultimately raising the cost of housing, in his opinion. One of the more frightening aspects of Larry Elder is his close ties to many far-right propagandists. He's done work for PragerU, Epic Times, and has been a guest on Fox News at least 220 times in the past five years. In the last episode, we discussed his friendship with Dennis Prager. Also, Dave Rubin just recently campaigned for Elder at a recent rally. And a month and a half ago, Elder was on Candace Owens' show discussing how the descendants of slave owners deserve reparations for having their property, i.e. black people, stolen from them when the slaves were freed. Those are his words, not mine. What's probably most concerning is Elder's connection to Stephen Miller. In fact, we wouldn't have Stephen Miller if it were not for Larry Elder. Back in the late 90s, a conservative student from Santa Monica High School would call into Larry Elder's show to rant about his school's liberal culture. 
Reportedly, the student would go around demanding staff and fellow students regularly recite the Pledge of Allegiance. He railed against condom giveaways and called Spanish language announcements, quote, a crutch preventing Spanish speakers from standing on their own, unquote. Young Californians calling into Elder's show and agreeing with him wasn't very common, and Elder ate it up. He loved talking with the student so much that he let the kid on basically any time he wanted a platform to rant and rave. You know where this is going. That student was Stephen Miller. According to Miller, he appeared on Elder's show 69 times throughout his time in high school and university, and calls Elder, quote, the one true guide I've always had, unquote. Miller's appearances on Elder's radio show made him a recognizable figure in the larger conservative media world, helping him connect with Steve Bannon and eventually President Trump. By extension, Elder was Stephen Miller's on-ramp to the White House. In an email to Miller in 2016, Elder told him, quote, I hope to live to see the day when you become president. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. When media has brought up his friendship with Stephen Miller, 
Elder tries very quickly to change the subject. When pushed on the topic in a recent interview, Elder shot back with, quote, Why would you bring up Stephen Miller? I'm just wondering what the agenda here is. What's the point? Am I somehow, what, a Nazi? A fascist? Unquote. I think that says enough. The reason we haven't discussed the other candidates in the recall election is because, at this point, if Newsom is recalled, it's absolutely certain that Elder will be the one to succeed him. He has a 20-point lead ahead other challengers, but that lead is still only a tiny fraction of the total electorate, which demonstrates the part of the problem in California's recall process. There are other Republican challengers with concerning pasts and beliefs. Lots of anti-mask, anti-trans, anti-vax, total disbelief in climate change, people spouting QAnon-originated conspiracy claims, advocating the lie that the presidential election was stolen, and there's even a Democrat challenger that plans to use the National Guard to round up all homeless people and put them in concentration camps. But Elder himself shares a lot of those views, and uses the fact that he's black as a shield for criticism against his racist and nationalist policies and ideas. We haven't even mentioned that last month, Elder's ex-fiancée came out and said that Elder was extremely abusive and had threatened her with a loaded gun. In early August, polls were showing pretty much neck and neck for the first question on the ballot, yes or no on the recall itself. A Survey USA poll from that time even had 40% of respondents vote no on the recall and 51% vote yes to remove Newsom. Throughout August and September, results started to flip the other direction as ads against the recall hit the airwaves and internet. The latest Survey USA poll has 54% voting no on the recall and 41% voting yes. Other polls hover around the same 10 to 15 point lead for Newsom staying in office. Now, with polls not going the way Elder and the GOP would like, we're starting to see a new yet familiar narrative being prepared. On, on, my, on my website, electelder.com, we have a voter integrity project. We have lawyers all set up, all ready to go to file lawsuits in a timely fashion. The reason the lawsuits did not, did not work in the 2020 election, we know what happened there, is because the lawsuits were filed too late and many of them were dismissed on procedural grounds. Courts don't like to overturn an election. So when you hear of anything suspicious, we've heard a lot of things that have been suspicious so far, go to electelder.com. We're going to sick our lawyers on them, file lawsuits right away. They're going to cheat. We know that. But I'll tell you what. So many people are angry about the crime, about the homelessness, about the way he shut down this state, about the fact that one-third of all small businesses, many of them are owned by black and brown and Asian American people that they care about, about the declining quality of schools, about the fact that people are leaving, rolling brownouts, lack of water. So many people are angry. The number of people that are going to vote to recall this man is going to be so overwhelming so that even when they cheat, they're still going to lose. That's Larry Elder saying that if he doesn't win, that means the election must have been stolen. Fox News has been promoting the same idea the past month. All of it is in the vein of the Stop the Steal movement post the 2020 presidential election, culminating with the attempted insurrection on January 6th. Here's Elder again on Fox News in early September. But you're right, I am concerned about voter fraud, and that's why I'm asking people to go to electelder.com. That's my website. We have a voter integrity project set up with a bunch of lawyers ready to file lawsuits if anybody sees anything suspicious. Big 2020 election fraud conspiracy proponent and former House Speaker Newt Gingrich was one of the first people to chime in to stoke disinformation about the recall election. 
And I think this may well be the most rigged statewide election uh, we've seen probably in at least a half century. Uh, and I think people should look carefully at this because there's pretty good evidence that if Newsom is in a straight, honest count, he probably has a good chance of losing. But if they can stuff every ballot box in California and they can cheat in every way possible. And of course, this type of propaganda has made it onto the most watched cable news show on air, Tucker Carlson. California does not get the credit it deserves for the corruption that's endemic there. It's a one-party state, and they act like it. And you've got to have concerns about whether this recall election will be free and fair. Are you concerned? Well, of course I'm concerned, Tucker. I'm involved in election integrity efforts throughout the United States, and I'm also a member of the Republican National Committee. So we have a team of lawyers that is ready to deploy throughout the state here, and we are monitoring things every single day. Just a couple of hours ago, I filed a lawsuit to intervene in a challenge to the constitutionality of the recall statute, because frankly, I don't trust the Secretary of State or the Attorney General, who are both appointed by the governor, to defend him in this regard. And so we are going to be jumping on every pot potential opportunity to do that and fight back against the Democrats. Of course, they are uh, playing fast and loose. We've seen some very alarming scenes of 300 ballots uh, bundled together in the car of a person with a gun and some drugs. And so we are definitely looking into all of these issues. But Tucker, ultimately, it's going to come down to how much do people want a change in California? And I can tell you, even living in my latte sipping, avocado toast uh, eating, you know, Lululemon wearing neighborhood in San Francisco, people are fed up with the crime, the drugs, the homelessness, yeah. the intermittent electricity and everything else that is uh, wrong with California. So people want to change here. It's just not working. And this really is a test of whether our system works. I mean, can people get better leadership. That's kind of the question. Will there be election observers on the scene so the rest of us can know this was fair? Well, 100 uh, percent. The problem in California is that the voting doesn't just take place on Election Day like it would in a normal place. It takes it's taking place now on a rolling basis through mail in voting. It's 100 percent mail in ballots this time around. And it is going to take place for 30 days after the election if it's close because they have 30 days to count the vote. That's 60 days of voting. And of course, a lot of shenanigans can occur and ballots yeah. can disappear. So we are going to be observing it very closely and demanding accountability and filing lawsuits wherever we need to to hold the Democrats accountable because we cannot trust them. Yeah, I, I hope so. People want to believe the system works, that it's real, that they have power, that their vote matters. So I appreciate what you're doing. Harmeet Dillon, thank you. A lot of what's said in that last clip is either extremely misrepresented or just flat-out lies. Those 300 ballots found in a car were actually part of a larger mail theft thing not related to the election at all. Voters have received new ballots. And for this election, just like the last one, Californians have the option to vote in person, to mail in ballots, or deliver them in a drop box. The deadline to drop off, mail, or place your vote is September 14th. Counting cannot start till the 14th either, and like every election, there will be observers throughout the entire counting process. Obviously, this isn't the first time conservative media has hyped up election fraud, the last presidential election being the biggest instance to date. But what is concerning here is that they're setting up a template to use for all future elections whenever Republicans lose. Here's a Fox clip from September 7th. The only thing that will save Gavin Newsom is voter fraud. So as they say, stay woke, pay attention to the voter fraud going on in California, because it's going to have big consequences not only for that state, but for upcoming elections. 
It's safe to assume that Stop the Steal-esque strategies will be used almost every time a Republican loses in an election going forward. We've seen exactly what this type of rhetoric and propaganda leads to, and it ends in blood. There were multiple attacks on state capitals during the Stop the Steal rallies prior to January 6th. In some places, like Salem, Oregon, they succeeded in getting inside the capitol. Even if Newsom gets to stay in office, there will still be many problems. Election conspiracies and the possibility of violence like January 6th just being one. We haven't wanted to righteously defend Newsom here. He's a politician, and inept in many ways. He deserves plenty of criticism, especially on the issues of climate change. But the criticism levied at Newsom from the likes of Elder and the GOP are based on bigotry, nationalism, and climate denial. Newsom should be our punching bag, not theirs. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. This is Raquel Willis from Queer Chronicles. Right now, there are close to 500 anti-LGBTQ plus bills in state legislatures across the country. Lambda Legal is leading the charge against these hateful bills that target mostly trans and non-binary people. You can fight discrimination and help write the next chapter of Lambda Legal history. To learn more about their open cases and to donate, visit lambdalegal.org. That's lambdalegal.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.